Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Let's just see text out here. How do you pronounce? Oh, <laughs> hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast. For all of you following along on the live stream, it is Sunday night, October 16th. And for all of you listening along on the audio form, it is Monday, October 17th, 2022. How the heck is everyone? Hope all of you had a really nice weekend beautiful weekend out here in the mid-atlantic a nice crisp 60 degrees during the day and a balmy 40 degrees at night love it cherish it these fall weekends because it's going to get cold and ugly real quickly so on this week's show well (laughs) it's just it's a lot because it was truly the most wonderful time of the year ladies and gentlemen because Opening night, it's opening night, it's the Hershey Bears' latest season. Will it flop or will it go? It's the best show in town. Oh, wait, last year, last year, it was the worst show in town. Bum, 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 bum. We sat there groaning, sighing and crying. Who wrote this beep? Who performed like this? It was the worst show in town. What a bunch of bums. For all you who get the musical that, I love you. Anyway, it's opening night for the Hershey Bears. Finally, the weekend we've been waiting for for, oh, so long, had finally arrived here here in Chocolate Town. And myself, I was personally ready for a great great weekend of of hockey and basically this is the weekend that that you've that 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 you've strived for and i know nhl people are gonna be like go man our season already started yeah all of yours started on weekdays you got that the nhl started on weekdays which means your game start on tuesdays wednesdays thursdays depending on what whatever market you're in. And honestly, honestly, who goes to an opening night on Tuesdays? Oh, I'm sorry. If you're the defending Stanley Cup champions, I guess you do. 
But for others out there, you know, not everybody's going to go to an opening night on, on a Wednesday. Okay, maybe New York. Okay, maybe Pittsburgh. You're messing up my point. My, my point is this. When you think of an opening night, you want a night where everyone's going to go, everybody's going to have fun, and it's a night that people are off. And for the Bears, it was a Saturday night, and it was lovely. But my hockey weekend kicked off a little bit sooner because yours truly traveled to the old barn to see some Hershey Cubs hockey. And thank you to the friends that I met there at at uh, Hershey Cubs hockey. Absolutely wonderful. Great group of people there. Unfortunately, the team kind of got shellacked and um, beaten soundly. I mean, they were up 3-1 and then gave up seven straight goals. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I, I didn't matter. I was going to have fun. It's going to have fun. And the day finally came. Saturday finally came. It was opening night and yours truly was there. I was there in Chocolate Town wearing the fine jersey that you see before all of you watching on the live cast. That's right. The big swatting bear jersey. Jersey with the cap. Well, that's the Bears one. But with the Capitals logos on the side. So that way you actually know who the farm club is. And for all of you who are seeing this on the uh, on the live stream, it's all business on a Saturday night because the collar is tied. That means it's all business on a Saturday. And on Saturday, the Bears had their red carpet event. And this is where players were going to roll up and get out, go walk along the red carpet right into Giants. kind of off to the left down the stairs and goes down a little bit and that's where the locker room is but 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 anyway anyway that's that's not the point they were going to go there and they were going to interact and mingle with the unwashed masses that's right we're back to doing this we're back to fan interaction yes and the players they all they all looked good guys showed up in gray and tan suits uh head coach todd nelson Rolled up on a motorcycle. Okay. Um, fine. And the socials were all over it. Absolutely all over it. Check out coach rolling up in style. And they're they're doing the big rolling around with the cell phone. You no selfie sticks that, that I know of, but but you know what I mean. You, you've seen the TikToks, you've seen the the talk tube shorts you've seen it they they, the camera focus everybody getting the shots in and okay fine whatever whatever not for me because i know there are more times of the year where you are going to get to meet these players and get the autographs that you seek there's no need no need to do this on tonight no need to the booster club was there doing their garage sale and fine good on them but I was down with my beloved in Chocolate Town, out near the entrance to Hershey Park, which was having their Halloween, um, Halloween days and their dark nights events going on. I'm not doing a free plug. I'm just saying what was going on. And me, bring the, being the hopeless schmuck that I am, decide, oh, I'll take, I'll take the wifey there. 
we'll have a nice lunch. We'll go. I mean, sure, it might be a little busy, but we're fine. <laughs> 20,000 people were there. Oh, boy. Ooh, misses. But no, no, no. I was determined to have a decent time with the wifey. We went there, lunch, dropped off, fine, great. So me, walk back down, walk through Chocolate World a bit, as is customary to do on game day. And hell, it's free admission to Chocolate World, and I got time to kill. So why not? Why not go in there and take a look and see pumpkin spice milkshakes? I am disgusted yet intrigued. And just walk around, do some people watching, go out and go down to Giant Center. Stick with me, everyone. We will be getting to the recaps. I promise. So after all that, we go to Giant Giant Center, and um, there's a lot. There's a lot of new with this season, with the, with the season tickets with the Bears. And this, <laughs> as I've said, our fan base doesn't like change. Doesn't like change. Let Let me re- reiterate something for uh for everyone here. Our fan base wants six things when it comes to the arenas. If you're watching on the live stream, six things. Give me my parking. Give me my program. Give me my food. Give me my hockey. Give me whatever free stuff that night. And give me a drink. And if any of those things are missed, I'll race hell. It's the Abe Simpson meme. Old man yells at clouds. If neither one of those are provided. And one big change this year, big change this year, was bags. For some of your local arenas, you, you might have seen this. You might have seen this. Small bags, very small, are now allowed at games. I saw this at the ballparks I went to. I saw this in Pittsburgh and Baltimore. This was a thing. No re-entry at all. Once you're in, you're in. And I saw three people get turned away while I was in line to go in. I knew this was coming. I knew. I ain't saying it's right. You know, it's it's just state state of the nation, state of the way things are. And you can yell, you can complain, you can tweet, you can threaten to cancel. But guess what? The machine rolls on with or without you. So... You can say this is your last season, but it doesn't matter. They already have your money. It doesn't matter. They have your money. You're not threatening to take anything away from them. They already have what they want. And I'm not saying Hershey's right in any of this. You're, I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying I understand. So with that being said, with that being said, Facebook user, thank you very much. By the way, if you want to interact with this show, please leave a comment there if you're watching along on the live stream on Facebook. If you have any questions, put some on as well, and I will try to answer them to the best of my knowledge. So, all that being said, the whining, the complaining, it is time to get inside. It's time to go. And I get my ticket scan wearing this beautiful burgundy jersey, walk right in, and it's great to be back in there once again. Just walk around a little bit, grab the guys, go up, head back down, and oh my gosh, the lines are blown up. Oh, that's not good. Why is that? Oh, cashless. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. I got it. But anyway, anyway, let's let, yeah, sure. Let's just keep keep this going. Um, 
the <clears throat> sorry, I need to compose myself there for a second. So it was opening, like I said, opening night once again to where the the I'm sorry, everyone. I just I I just I I I need a second. Need a second to breathe. Sorry, just just thinking for a second. All right. Just let me. All right. Let's keep going. I'm I'm sorry for the interruption. Sometimes my mind just gets ahead of my mouth. I'm real sorry. Let me just let me just uh keep going. So we get into opening, we get into opening night, all this stuff, which means rosters get announced. And here's the the assistant coach. Here's the uh trainer. Here's this person. Here's that. Here's the head coach, Todd Nelson. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Then, then, then what we have is what we had was more players skating out. You know, we go down the line numerically down the line. We go. And we also had the captains announced. It was good to see all the new numbers and all the new faces. I'm not going to get everybody down within the, uh, in, in, in the first one. Um, Biggest player among that, Gabriel Carlson. My gosh, is he a big boy. Um, and we had the captains were announced this year. An alternate A went to Aaron Ness. Went to Aaron Ness. Your other captain, uh, alternate captain, Mike Vecchione. Good, solid choices. And then your 45th captain in Hershey Bears history was none other than Dylan Micklerath. Dylan Micklerath. Okay. All right. Knows Todd Nelson from his time in Grand Rapids? Not really surprised by this. I'm not bitter either. I'm really not. It's just, yeah, just there were a few other guys. Um, Nessie as a captain. Um, really good option as well. Um, uh, Mike, Mike Scarbosa, very possibly could have gone to him as well. Great locker room leader. Or maybe he thought, you know, give someone else a turn. Give someone else a turn to have an alternate A. But that's all you have. One alternate, two alternates, one captain for the Bears. And they actually announced one this year. None of this six alternates crap. None of that. Um, just we have a captain that's as it should be. Um, I heard it was a player's vote says someone on, uh, on, on Facebook. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it typically is. It, it's typically the players and the coaches who, who pick the captains that, that, that that's usually how it goes. Um, at, at any level, usually coaches and captains. So glad that that, that that happened. So Opening night versus the Utica Comets, affiliates of your New Jersey Devils. I nearly said Washington Capitals. But anyway, um, affiliate of your New Jersey Devils. And boy, you could tell. They skate out in those Devils red with black shoulder yokes and big white numbers. And there amongst them, former Hershey Bear, Brian Pinho. And good on him. 
Good on him. I'm not going to be bitter about it. There's no reason to be. There was there was no room for him, um, probably within the Capitals organization, and and he went elsewhere. Good, we got to see it develop into a good young talent. Good talent, go somewhere where you can get time. It worked with Travis. It's worked with Liam. It's worked with a few others. But you don't have to stay here. You can go. We'll be okay. So Brian Pinhell was back, back among the Utica Comets as well. Did not have to face Vitek Vanacek. He was up there getting starting time in Newark. So we go at it. In the first period, puck drop underway. Underway. And I look around and there's only about, say about 7,500 people. Not a sellout. Not a sellout by any means. But, um, yeah, I mean, this uh, opening night just sort of doesn't have the draw that it used to. You know, maybe with a little bit more of a, um, what's the word, uh, winning habit than um, maybe, just maybe, we could get some more people to show up. But then again, nature of the beast. Let's just keep going. And the Bears come out flying. Some of the speed was there. The passes, the passes are a little off. Passes getting lost in skates and on sticks. And sometimes when the guys skate, it's like you could see the motor going, and you could see that this the the legs and the hips going, and just the the legs, they they're not moving. They're they're really not. But what we learned about Todd Nelson, at least in this game. He wants a four-checking system. He wants three guys in there pressuring the defenseman into mistakes. And with the talent we have on this team, this is good. Todd Nelson wants guys to go in there and do not make these defensemen feel comfortable. Okay, I like this. Get in the neutral zone a bit. And if you have the puck and you're a shooter, fire it on in there. In there. And... I also noticed like when we get the puck in, we'd work it low and get back up top. We don't have a lot of high firing defensemen as we did last year. So don't expect a lot of point shots going nowhere. Um, in fact, a bit don't really expect um, very high shooting teams as of, as of yet, as of yet. Hold on. A little sip of Perrier here, but, um, but let's, but let's keep going. So the bears, Get a power play about midway through the first. All right. This, this is what I've been waiting to see because on paper, we could have a really dangerous unit with, with this power play, power play squad. Very dangerous, possibly, possibly. And we're working it around. Mace Morelli looks, shoots, pinball around. Lapierre smacks at it, bounces around. Borgstrom cleans it up and he scores! Henrik Bjorkstrom gets the first goal. Goal of the season. It's a pinball goal. Who cares? It's in. It's in. And the Bears are up one nothing. Yes, world. We're back on the bloody map. We're back, baby. And the Bears are up one nothing. Power play goal. <laughs> oh my goodness, we scored a power play goal. It's already better than better than last year. Henrik Bjorgstrom getting it done. The second unit getting it done there. Assist to Lop Hendricks Lapierre. His first point as a bear mason morelli getting his first point as well hello brian beaks so later on 
later on in the period, the boys get it down low and work it back up as well. Up as well. Nice little high-low game going on. Gets it back out. Mike Scar Bosa fires. Garrett Pilon whacking it away in front of it. Does Schmid have it? No, he's swimming. Can't find it. And there's Vecchione. Slaps it in to the net. He scores. Mike Vecchione gets it in. It's in. Another pinball loose rebound goal. Crash the net. Crash the goalie. And it's 2-0 Hershey. Vecchione with his first assist to Pilon and Michael Scarbosa. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, John Merritt. Hello. Thank you, brother. Thank you for checking in. Brian, thank you for checking in uh, as well. And the Bears are up 2-0 after the first period shots. 10-6 Hershey. Excellent stuff. Good stuff uh, out, uh, out of the lads. And um, um, sorry, thinking here for a second. And just walking around, we like the vibes. We like the vibes that are around Giant Center. Everybody's liking what's going on. There's not a lot of Utica Comets people here. There, there's not because who's going to travel that early in the season? But um, not a lot of them. But the Bears go down a man at the end of the first. And you know, one thing I said about the, this Utica Comets team: they don't have Kevin Ball. They don't have Zutterland. They're a little defanged a little bit. But what I was noticing uh, was that this this team is not any less uh, for where, uh, Brian. I said just Brian. Thank you very much for, for what you said. And again, John Merritt, thank you for checking in as well, brother. Thank you very much. Um, so, but... You know, the, the Comets, they work it down low. You know, it's like they, they like doing that neutral zone trap, but when they're on the power play, they still have guys who can skate around. Steven, Nolan Stevenson. Wait, is that Scott's boy? Just takes it down low, throws it in front. Number 28, he scores. Brian Pinho, of course. Of course, a former Bear burns us. Brian Pinho in front beats Zach Bucali, and it's 2-1. Hershey. I was going to say Utica, but 2-1 Bears. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're fine. We're fine. We're co- it's like Hades. All right. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm fine. And then what ends up happening is, in the words of friends of the podcast, OSW review, things start to slow down. Way down. Oh, my goodness. It was like mud. The Bears would throw throw blind passes, drop passes, would get stuck in skates, pucks behind people. It's like, um, guys, guys, you're supposed to keep playing after 20 minutes and, um, and up two goals. I, you know, that, that may be a little harsh, but, but it was like, what's happened to our team? Honestly, what what's happened the 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 comets slash devils they had they, they were playing their game they got that confidence boost and they just turned the screws to Hershey a bit they were getting more chances on Fukali who was doing well enough and the comets were getting chances but they were missing or shots were getting blocked and I will admit um, Scott Allen's crew 
You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Blocked a lot of shots. Or is that Spencer Carberry's group? But anyway, the past two coaches loved shot blocking. Um, I did not see a lot of that these two games. It was more like accidental uh, a shot uh, shot as well. But other than that, it was just, it was a really rough watch. John Mara checks in uh, first. Pe- yep. Yep. Brother, we will get to them. We will get, get to that as well. But, um, but yeah, two periods, still two, one. And the shots are now 13, 12 Utica. I mean, and like, wow. Okay. Okay. So, all right. All right. All right. All right. Todd. Todd, 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 let's see what you can do, Todd. Can you get back in there? Can you motivate the boys and get them going? Can you really get in there and, and tell them that, that yeah, go. Or let, let's get Patrick Weller out there. Get it, get Patrick in there and read them the ride act. And get in there and get these boys. And um, Hershey comes out a little bit in the third. Starts getting the legs going a little bit. But I get to see Sam, Sam Ennis, who... Whenever he has the puck, it's just great. He's there moving the stick, just moving around, holding the puck, head up, knowing where he wants to go with the puck. Oh, it's going to be magic. And his line with him and Gersich and Bjorkstrom, if that line can gel together and you could take Gersich's speed with Ennis's speed when he eventually gets, gets going – Oh, the speed and power that could be behind that line. Mm, oh my goodness. But one thing I've learned, it's opening weekend. And Todd Nelson wants these boys to go, to skate, to get the uh, legs moving, forechecking, quick turnovers, move the puck up, go, 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 go. Maybe that is this whole Western Conference style of play I've been hearing about. But... You got to get the conditioning in. You got to get the boys ready. And it's not quite there yet. Some guys need to get back on the exercise bike. Let me put it that way. But the boys held their own. Zach Fukali did good as well. They pull Schmid with two minutes to go. And Mason Morelli does a really nice nice hold in and is able to chip it out mid-ice. Gets smackered into the boards. But not before he chips it along to Riley Sutter. Going wide, shoots it toward the empty net, scores! That'll do it. That'll do it. Go warm up the bus. And in the words of Cousin John Walton, friend of this podcast, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Utica, Bears win it, 3-1 to the final. And opening night win for the guys good it was a little ugly a little ugly but not bad not bad at all but all right it's opening night your three stars of of the night were uh Bjorkstrom getting the first goal of the season your third star Fukali got number two 19 for 20 and uh Vecchione with the eventual game winner got your third star as well so that did it for Saturday And we're going to go to Sunday right after this. 
So we're going to take some time out to go get a word from our sponsor, Yeats, official part, uh, not partner, sponsor of this fine pod, podcast. It may be the gray days of Autumn Bears fans, but you need a pair of sunglasses, and that's where Yeats Official comes in. They have sleek and stylish sunglasses, which are great for any, any person out there. Now, I know you've seen these, that that gr- all these out there in photos and everyone, and they must be expensive. Nope. They have good pairs starting at $25, and we're here to help you out too. Use promo code HOCKEY to save yourself 10% at checkout. That's Yeats Official, use promo code HOCKEY at checkout and save yourself 10%. That's Yeats Official, all one word, dot com. And for all of you who snowboard, they have goggles as well. That's yeatsofficial.com, sponsor of the Grit and Barrett podcast. And now, back to the action. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone, here on the live stream. Anyway, audio version being dropped be dropped as well thank you to everyone that's been that's been watching on via facebook and twitter um means a lot and there's a lot more where this came from but all right we head to sunday as the lehigh valley phantoms came to town those no good dirty filthy rotten phantoms the hate along 78 it continues and very much looking forward to this rivalry because this will be the first of <sighs> 14 meetings between these two teams. Oof. 14 meetings. And I know, I know, 90 minutes of each other. Uh, but I kind of agree with my friends a little bit that that maybe, maybe Wilkes-Barre and Lehigh needs to be tampered down a little bit. Can we just go with 10? Let's go with 10. 10's a nice round number. But the Phantoms come out wearing those Orange unis with black striping and black lettering. I eagerly await the day when they just say to heck with it and just wear flyers knockoffs. Those days are coming. Those days are coming because they are the proud affiliate of the Philadelphia Flyers and they are more than happy to tell you that. The Bears skate out as well with pretty much the same lineup as the previous previous day. And um, some player news struck um, while we had the game on Saturday as the Washington Capitals signed former, former Columbus Blue Jackets prospect, former Anaheim Mighty Duck in Sonny Milano has signed a one-year one-way deal with the Capitals at the time of this, at the time of this recording, he was placed on waivers at 2 PM on Sunday. And we will know by Monday if he clears or not. It is one way, so the moment he gets called up, he ain't coming back. So what does this mean? Well, according to some Caps writers from what I've seen on Twitter and what some people may think, they're not expecting AJ or Leeson to come back. They're not. And I don't mind Sonny Milano coming down. I don't. It's a great talent. It'll be good to have him. However, Sunday afternoon, um, John's... John Sorson on Twitter, who does the Caps prospect and great stuff with him. He's a great Twitter follow, tracks many Caps prospects. Good on him. Great follow. Um, said that when if Milano does come to Hershey, we'll be over the vet limit. 
Uh oh, that's something we haven't heard, haven't had to deal with since. Uh, hold on here. Let me just check something here. It's 19. No, didn't have that problem. 17, 18. Oh, oh, we just sat Anthony Peluso. Oh, oh boy. So, uh, <clears throat> so who is the vets that, that we'd have to be, um, concerned about not playing? Well, for those of you who don't know, a team is allowed to dress a certain number of veterans every night because we're a developmental league. Lol. So the vets we do have Mickelrath, Scarbosa, Ness, Vecchione, Ennis, and I think you know, Lucas, I don't think counts. I'd someone say, uh, would Lucas count? I don't think he does. I don't. But now with Sonny, that's six. You can dress five maximum, I think, or dress six at maximum. So that means quite possibly we might have to do the veteran sit rotation once again. We might have to do this. And and I'm speculating here, Bears fans. I'm speculating, but it's it's an interesting dilemma. And it's one that'll stick around as long as Sonny does. Because I don't think... I don't think Scarbosa is going to get called up. I don't think. I don't think Mickelrath or Ness or Ennis or any of the other ones I mentioned are going to get called up. So we'll have a vet issue to deal with. But let's also deal with that later on the week. We'll check on that once we get to the Friday face-off. And I'll keep an eye out on uh, on Twitter during the week. So just a little something to deal with. Just saying. But back to the action. On a Sunday Three o'clock start on a Sunday, brother. A three o'clock start on a Sunday. Yeah. So you know how I said there were 7,000 there on a Saturday? <laughs> there wasn't that. There wasn't that. And um, it was kind of a slow start because with it being at three, for some people, sleep in, then go to the hockey game or go to church, have the church lunch or and then go to the hockey game. If it's five o'clock, you don't have to rush. You can do other stuff. You can you know, do the grocery shopping or have that Sunday lunch and then dinner at the ballpark on the Sunday. And then, and then you're done in time for school. Three o'clock, it's a different beast. And me getting there around 1.30 was very interesting. And walking into a practically empty giant center at around 1.30, and most of the day, it, it it there were a good amount of people, actual real people, probably around 4,000, but tough sell on a very nice, sunny October Sunday afternoon. That's a really tough sell for a 3 o'clock start. Well, do you want it at 7 o'clock on a Sunday? No. I think 5 is a nice little in-between, but that's just my opinion. Could be worse. Could be a 1 o'clock start. So, Bears roll out the same lineup as basically last time. And the Phantoms, they got a win in Wilkes-Barre the previous night. A knockdown, drag-out victory. And uh, the Bears, they come out flying yet again. First 20 minutes. The speed's there. The passing is there now. All right, let's take it to... Who that's... Is that Glosseric out there? No, that's Urson. Urson? Hansel? Hansel. Urson. Okay. Who's backing him up? Uh, that's uh, 
Glossaric that's backing him up. What about Sandstrom? Oh, not feeling well? Okay. All right. So, Urson it is. And um, the boys get a get a power play early um, and just, you know, actually, <laughs> sorry, I skipped ahead a bit. But the intensity started right away as Zach Fucali covers a puck and in comes a phantom. Just sort of gives him a little bit of a nudge, a little bit of a push. And Kel Kessie goes, that's it. Get over here. Touch our goalie, you little son, you little son of a, get over here. And Zane Wisdom's like, you want to go, brother? You want to go, brother? Let's go, brother. And they're grabbing and clutching, and they're about ready to go at it. Go at it. Um, you, um, Zane McEwen? McEwen looks like he might go as well. And Kale Kessie, he's chirping, he's chirping. I'm like, don't do it. And the ref goes, both of you, go, both. Go. And I know there are people that are like, let them go. Let them fight. This was a take control penalty. Take control so things don't get out of hand. Suckers. But later on in the in the period, the Bears do their working low to high and getting bodies in front of in front of the net. Throws it up to a LaPierre. Lots of bodies in front. LaPierre shoots. He scores! That's the upper corner through bodies. Four bodies in front of Urson. He had no chance. Hendricks LaPierre, his first goal as a Bear. is not, not his first professional goal. He kind of had that last year with the Capitals. But first goal as a Bear. Bear, nice job as Vincent Oreo goes down there and just goes, yunk, I'll take that. Takes the puck and hands it off to the trainer as we get to the line as well. Hendricks LaPierre, his first of the season, one nothing Bears assist to Gabriel Carlson. Big Gabriel Carlson. He is a big boy. And Vincent Oreo gets his first point, professional point, I think, as well. Good on the lads. And it's one nothing. All right. Let's take it to the Phantoms. Let's let let's do this. We can take this team. We got them. And um the Bears sort of pull the same thing again. Second period, things slow down. Passes don't work. And LaPierre, he's working the puck around the offensive zone. And he's working up along the near boards. He's got a phantom draped on him. One of the defensive wingers comes over for support. And Hendrick, and there I'm like, pass it to pass it to Nessie's right there. And LaPierre's like, he's okay, guys. I got this. And and McEwen just goes, yoink, stick, left, poke. And Dion Phantom gets it. And he's skating up in the zone. And he's off. I'm like, somebody get him. Who's got him? Who's got him? Dior, Dior, Dior faster, Dior, faster, get him. Get him. And in comes in, shoots back and scores. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. LaPierre, welcome to the big leagues, bruh. Oh, man. A lazy turnover. A steal. Off to the races. Phantom score. Uh, Elliot Disnorier's rookie. It gets his second of the season assist to Zach McGowan and maybe an assist to Hendricks LaPierre for gifting the puck to him. Okay. That, that, that's unfair. It wasn't a gift, but it was a bad turnover tied at one and the bears do get some penalties as well. Uh, Mason gets tried uh, for diving embellishment as well. And Garrett Wilson runs over Zach Fucali and in comes Dylan McGrath going, that's 
that's it. I have had enough of you. I've had enough of you. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. And the rest are like, no, 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 you can't, can't fight. Dude ran over my goalie. I'm going to get him. But nope, nope, nope. Two minutes for goaltender interference. Garrett Wilson's gone. Nothing came of it. Bench minor for the Phantoms. The lamest hockey in all of penalty. In all of penalties. Lamest penalty in all of hockey. Too many men. And the Bears still can't do anything with it. We're wasting power play opportunities. 0 for 4. We go into the third. The game's still a bit of a slog to get through. And the Bears get one more chance on it as as Wyatt Wiley was called for hooking. And the Bears actually win a face-off on a power play draw. Winning face-offs has kind of been a bit of an issue for the Bears so far, but I, maybe that'll get worked on as in the season. Gets out to the point. Fast passing by Vecchioni. Throws it over to Pilon. Winds, fires, bounces off a scar, balls, and into the net! They score! Yes! Muggle! Muggle! Scar that gets it in! And it's 2-1 Hershey. Power play goal. Bounces off of Muggle and into the net. Urson had no idea where it was. Mm. And the Bears take the lead 2-1. And are able to put this baby to bed. And Zach Cauley, he didn't really do all that much. He had a daiquiri and a Kindle most of the night. But gets late as the Phantoms try to push in the last three minutes. And things get interesting. They pull off Urson with two minutes. With two minutes to go, pull him. And now the Phantoms start firing. But thankfully, they're misfiring. Crossing feed, kneeling one-timer. That's Kyle. Cap, bam, misses. Swing and a miss. Crossing feed's going nowhere. Bouncing pucks in front. Frucali smacks it out of the zone. Bears dump it out of the zone. One last rush for the Phantoms. Ten, ten seconds left. And everybody wanted an offsides call. That was missed. In 10 seconds, this is not going to matter. Throws it. Cross ice feed. Gets along the boards. Fires once more in front. Scramble. Bears got it. Whistle. Penalty. What? Hooking. Hooking. With three seconds left. There's 0.5 seconds left. We're done here. Let the clock run out. We're done. No, no, no. Got to put time back on. Oh, boy. I've seen this movie. 2.5 2.5 seconds left as Lucas went off for hooking. Bears, the faceoff gets knocked to the other side of, of the ice. Bears slap it out of the zone. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Lehigh. Bears win it. 2-1 to one the final. Gets the victory and an opening weekend sweep. Your three stars of the night, uh, Samuel Urson for the Phantoms, who went 26 for 28. Good on him. Really? Uh, Hendricks LaPierre with his first pro goal gets the number two star. And the number one star of the night goes to Magal Scarbosa with the game winner. We thought Fukali might get one, but um, um, 15 for six, 14 for 15. Unless you got a shutout, you're probably not going to get it. So Bears win it. And opening night sweep for the boys. You'll love to see it, especially against the Phantoms. So let's just uh, bring something up here real quickly. Talk amongst yourselves. So let's take a look at the uh, Atlantic Division here. Three teams are at two and one. That's Providence, Hershey, and Charlotte all going 2-0 and on the weekend. Um, 
two teams are 500. That is Bridgeport at Lehigh at one and one. Uh, Wilkes-Barre is 0-0 and one, getting the overtime loss versus the Phantoms on Saturday. The the second game of their weekend will be Monday, Utica's home opening. Did, I know it doesn't make any sense to me either. Uh, Hartford takes a single point, gets a loss and an overtime loss there in Charlotte. And Springfield, your defending champs, go 0-2 on the weekend. Uh, let's take a look at the North. Troy and the Belleville Senators are 2-0 on the weekend. The first time in their existence they've gone 2-0 to start the season. I know. Weird. Uh, Cleveland is 2-0 as well there in the North. Uh, Toronto. Toronto and Rochester are 1-1. On the weekend, Syracuse took two overtime losses, got two points the hard way this weekend. Laval 0-1-1, and and Utica 0-1 on the season with no points, but their home opener is on Monday. So that's a bit of a roundup of the division as well. Next up for the boys, we'll be on, uh, I'm just checking the HL app here, we'll be on Friday night. Friday night hockey returns for the Bears as they go down to Mr. Bojangles Coliseum to take on the Charlotte Checkers. 7 o'clock start there at Mr. Bojangles. Should be a good time down there in southern North Carolina. Yes, that does make sense. Uh, They'll get the rematch against Charlotte at 6 o'clock on Saturday night as they take on the Charlotte Checkers. 6 o'clock start there at Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. And that will do it for... For that, no Sunday as that will be a travel day as the boys head on back home. And the following weekend will be the first three and three for the boys as we have a Friday night in Hartford. But we will deal with that when the time comes. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week, everyone. Thank you to everyone on Facebook, on the Bears fan club page who followed along on this and all of you out on the Twitter verse as well. Remember, the show is a product of the Belly Up podcast network thank you for them for hosting this show as well and don't forget friday face-off coming when else on friday will where we will preview all of the bears action and catch you up on the bears news but for all of you my name's richard blosser thank you for tuning in everyone go bears and we'll catch you next time thank you for listening to this belly up sports podcast network product some said we go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.